Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and this podcast is going to be all about my experience doing the pre-DC program at my school. If you don't already know, I started the pre doctorate of chiropractic program back in August of 2022 and I was doing these like monthly recaps and then I decided like this seems too squished together so I'm gonna do like each trimester and kind of just update you guys and I was gonna do one at the end of the DC program like I am right now But then I realized there was so much that went on and I feel like just dedicating an episode to my experience during the DC program was good and then I'll do like a little life update later because I I feel like a lot has gone on but then at the same time I feel like it was more like internal realizations and I just for myself I want to document it but then I also feel like you guys would get a lot out of it too but this one's just going to be all about my pre-DC program and what I am expecting going into the DC program which I will be starting in May but I'll dig into a little bit later but before I start the podcast I do just want to say that I am still opening up space for clients right now. If you do want to work with me, there are still some spaces available. It will probably be closing soon. Just when I start the DC program, I want to make sure that like I'm focused on school, get a schedule set and ready to go. But if you are interested in working with me, definitely click that link in the show notes to book a one-on-one support call with me because I'd love to help you out on your health and your fitness and especially if you're trying to get your period back like I know what it's like um, and how to work through that so if any of those things apply to you and you feel called definitely go click that link in the description I don't know if I should call it a description or a show notes because people go back and forth on it and I'm just like I don't know I feel like you guys get the point you understand where I'm coming from Um, good thing I'm not a youtuber but we'll see maybe I'll be someday (laughs) just add it to the list but We'll get focused on the actual roots of the podcast now. So I did want to do a short little recap of how I found Parker. There is a whole nother episode, which I can link in the show notes below, about how I found Parker and why I chose Parker. But just to give you a little recap, I was planning on going to the University of North Texas and then I was taking a summer school class and I had heard about Parker for a bit and then one of the I don't know if he's a head master whatever like I don't really know his criteria for the school but he basically just came to talk to my class and I just felt really intrigued by the way he is a chiropractor so it's not just some like random dude from the school but um, he came to talk to my class and tell us all about Parker and chiropractic and I just felt this calling of like this is really interesting this is something I'm looking into on it and also I felt like it was a smarter way in going about school so I just dove in and went to what they call Parker Power Weekend and discovered 
all things about Parker. And then, of course, I did my whole little like digging on the side of like, should you be a chiropractor? Should you be a physical therapist? Which one's better? Um, what can you do as a chiropractor? And all that like fun digging on like YouTube and Reddit and stuff like that. You know, those wormholes you go down <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, that's basically what I did when I was trying to discover chiropractic, but it did bring me to one of my friends, Brooks, which I interviewed. She's a super sweet person, but she has a whole Instagram account about like how to get into chiropractic school, what it's like for her. Um, and she talks about Parker University as well. So if you're looking for someone who has gone through Parker already, because I think by the time this episode is coming out, she'll be starting Try 9. Um, she's got a ton all about her experience, so you can go check that out as well. I'll make sure to link her podcast that we did together and her Instagram account below as well. But basically, the program for the pre-DC program was fully online. Um, I thought this was amazing because at the time I was working as a personal trainer in person and this just made things really flexible for me and I was like this is awesome I survived COVID and did online school and this will just like I I'm an organized person I got my Google Calendar we're great um, and that was kind of my thought process going into it as it pertains to being fully online um, and instead of doing semesters they do trimesters so in a semester I think it's like 12 weeks of school if I'm correct with a semester to where it's like trimesters it's 16 weeks of school and then you got a two week or three week break and then you start it up again you kind of just like go through it faster but most people for the pre-DC program they get through it in two trimesters and then they'll start the DC program but it kind of just depends on where you're starting from for me I already had what in Texas they call dual credits so I took classes that I didn't have it wasn't like an AP class where you had to take the AP exam to get college credit it was more like I took the class I pass the class I get college credit so I'm very much like I can do the work and get the work done so I in my thought process I was like I'm a better like get the work done kind of person than like take a test sort of person um so I just would rather rely on like my worth work ethic and I knew I was going to a Texas school anyways um so I just decided to do dual credit classes so I already had some college credit coming in and then I went to a community college got some classes there so I only had to do two trimesters to get me up to what Parker is trying to do which is that 90 hours before you get into the DC program there also is another option for people where if they're like GPA is too low you can start in the pre-DC program just so you can bump up your GPA but again I wasn't coming from that perspective I was just coming from I needed more hours which is pretty much what happened and they have a variety of classes I know some people even come in like having zero classes and they just like go straight from high school into Parker um, but it's not super common right now but I think it's starting to become more popular as people come to know that they have this in their program but the classes that I took was chem one and two bio one and two physics one and two 
OCHEM 1 and 2 and BioLab 1. And then I took Intro to Computering, but that wasn't specifically at Parker. That was through the community college that I went to online, which I will dig into later. But again, this was all just like working towards building up my bachelor's because how the program at Parker works is you basically are getting your bachelor's. Well, you can. If you don't already have your bachelor's, you're working towards getting your bachelor's, your master's, and your doctorate degree all in three and a half years. So the again, the pre-DC program is just like building that up so that you have those 90 hours so you're set up for success working towards your bachelor's while you're in the program. Because what you're wanting is by try two of the DC program, you have your bachelor's at that point. And I think it's bachelor's of anatomy and science if I'm correct, but I'm not super sure. But like I said, I started the end of August of 2022. And during this time, what happens with the trimesters is yes, there it's a 16 week course or semester, but it's split up into two. So hopefully this doesn't seem confusing, but just think of you have the trimester or the semester and they like split it in half. So the whole trimester is 16 weeks, but eight weeks out of the 16 weeks is subterm A and then you got subterm B. So in subterm A, I took chem one and bio one. And to be honest, I, I find myself doing this a lot with most transitions when it comes to school. I've kind of always been this way, but I get myself very overwhelmed. I'm like, I got to be able to like figure out how to study. Like this is like a new way of school. Like this means it's more intense. And I, I just, I never feel like I am prepared. So I get myself very worked up. Like I remember I'd always done MLA format when it came to writing essays. And then I found that Parker did APA and I was like, huh, I don't know how to do this. Um, and they had posted ahead of time on, we use what's called Blackboard for our school. And they had posted on Blackboard ahead of time about like maybe some information students would like to know or like you look at the syllabus and the course calendar and they had like learning how to do APA format and I literally spent a whole day trying to figure that out and then on the side I looked up YouTube videos on like how to do APA format and then I was like how to write PhD essays and stuff like that and I just, I wanted to make sure that I was prepared. I'm getting a lot better, by the way, with like transitions, you know, that brain rewiring, helping, like realizing that like change is a good thing. Transitions are a good thing and just reinforcing that in my brain. But at this time, I still went back to my old behavioral patterns of like making sure I need to be overly prepared because I didn't know what was to come and I was afraid of the unknown. But this kind of helps me get like obsessed with like study tips. And I found a bunch of people who went to med school and they were telling me like different ways of studying and like space repetition and flashcards, which I was already doing. But that's where I've now transitioned from using Quizlet all the time to what's called Remnote. I'm really trying to get the guys who created 
Remno on the podcast. They haven't answered me back, sadly, but I feel like it would be a really cool podcast to do. So if you guys have some sort of connection with that and are able to reach out to them to have them on the podcast, that would be awesome because I feel like we'd have some good conversation because I really appreciate their ability to combine um taking notes and then like Quizlet sort of format where you're able to make your own flashcards within taking notes. So it definitely got me in the mindset of getting ready for the DC program. Let's just say that. But with Chem 1 specifically, what I ended up doing was I had a lab and then we would have weekly homeworks, pre-recorded lectures. So like she posted her old lectures on YouTube and then we would just watch them. Then we would have We had like four tests and then we would do these things called discussion boards. I know some people know what these are, but basically what it is is because we're not interacting in person, they want us to be able to still interact online. But to be completely honest, what would happen is I would do the discussion board and it's usually supposed to be related to the topic that we're talking about. Some of them were really interesting, usually when they pertain to the body, but some I was just like... I just want to get this done and over with. It almost felt like busy work, to be honest. Um, And I would do mine and then I'd hurry up, go back and you would have to reply to someone's topic or like post. And then I would that would be it. It was not much of a conversation, but I realized where they're trying to come from, where they're trying to make us interact more. But to be honest, I don't think it works very well. Um, And I know a lot of schools do these discussion boards, but we would also have a group project, which to be honest, the group project was like writing an essay for the like you would get usually four people in a group and you would write an essay together and that's fine but I I just it's hard for me to write an essay with someone that I can't verbally communicate back and forth with because I don't know how they're thinking when it comes to writing the essay and part of me is just like I would way rather just write my own essay so that I know the actual flow I feel like if people if like these essays were actually published um people would get a bit confused because everyone's writing style is different and I think that's important that everyone's writing style is different but then it's also kind of weird to read something because you kind of get into the flow of how the author is talking but then you jump to the next paragraph and it's this different sort of flow so hopefully you're understanding where I'm coming from with this but that's like kind of my thought process when it comes to like sharing an essay and the only other problem I found was because school was online was that people wouldn't answer me there were so many people that would ghost me with this group project I don't know if it's because they just didn't want to do it um or because yeah I don't know any other reason besides like not wanting to do it but I'm just like that's your grade but whatever um and so I got ghosted a lot with the first group project that I did but at least towards the end of my time in the pre-DC program I kind of like was able to connect with some people and like actually get grouped up with people I knew would work with me and then I also took bio one and subterm a and with lab and with this of course I'd have labs in bio lab I'd have lectures which were pre-recorded And then it would alternate between tests and quizzes because this class specifically 
is only a four-week class. And don't make this mistake like I did, and you'll see when I talk about later my second trimester, but if you take bio one, make sure you take bio two in the same sub-term because I had a miscommunication where I thought I only needed to take bio one and that I could only take that in a trimester. So I was stuck just taking chem for a while and that was it. And I actually needed bio one and two. So just a little heads up there if you are in the same boat right now trying to figure out your classes. And then I don't know if I already mentioned this, but we also did discussion boards in this class too. So after this subterm finished, then the next subterm I just took Chem 2, which was an eight-week course. And it was pretty much just the same as Chem 1, just obviously harder um, and more reactions and stuff like that, which honestly, I'm so glad I'm done with. Um, the I, I Sometimes I go back and forth on if I would rather do algebra or chem equations and I think I'd go back to solving x and y because that was a lot more fun to be honest but in chem 2 I was able to meet a really close friend of mine and I'm still in communication with her if she's listening to this right now you know who you are thank you you made this group project a lot more fun I think our partner in this group project also didn't reply but at least I had her to rely on to actually do the group do the group project with so that was really fun I think I can't remember what this group project was um yeah I don't remember I think this one was when I was doing talking about like environmental or endocrine disruptors but I'm that might be trimester two so I can't really remember I probably should have put that in my notes but you know whatever and then after this course, this was the finish of trimester one. And then we get to go on break for, I think it was three weeks. And then January came and this was where I got really nervous because like I had mentioned in trimester two, there's a bit of a miscommunication here. Didn't realize I had to take bio two to help with my bachelor's and I, at this time, was like, hey, I want to make sure that I don't have to take classes while I'm in the DC program for my bachelor's, so I'm just going to go on ahead and, like, sign up for an online class at my community college for intro to computering because I'm only going to be taking OCHEM 1 and Physics 1, and I can, like, get this class out of the way too. But then I end up talking to my advisor and finding out that I actually need to take bio two. Thankfully, I didn't have to take bio two lab or January. It was actually like February that was really crazy, but um, I'm just, I'm really grateful I didn't have to take that lab because I don't know if I would have survived. I texted one of my friends and they're like, how are you doing this right now? And looking back now, I have no idea how I did it. It was basically like I was at the computer and then I was walking or taking walks, going to the gym, back to my computer. I do not recommend, but you know, it's just one of those periods of your life where you just got to get the work done. But OCHEM 1 was kind of the exact same thing as chem one and two because it was the same teacher 
So same stuff there, just learning different concepts and building off of Chem 1. I almost feel like, though, that OCHEM is a little bit easier than Chem 1 and 2, just for me. I don't know if it's because there was, like, less math and equations and there was more just, like, formulas and, or, like, reactions and it had to do more with the body because it's organic chemistry. By the way, if you don't know what OCHEM means, that's organic chemistry. It's just short. Um, so I felt like that class, it was still hard, but it was a little bit easier. And that was an eight-week class that started in January. And then Bio 2 started in February. But a couple weeks before that, I started taking my intro to computering class through my community college online. And this one started like end of January. And so basically what I was doing was just trying to like push out as much as possible, like working ahead of the course calendar. There was a few things that I could do that were ahead. It was kind of, to be honest, the teacher just posted all these simulations of like how to use Excel, how to use Word and how to use PowerPoint and then there's this other one called Access which I've never heard of before but I basically had to do these little like simulations where it would ask me a question of like how do you do this or like put a bold letter here and then I would do it and then if I got it wrong after a certain amount of time it was like okay you need to go back and correct this it was like one of those like you do the pretest, see all the ones you got wrong learn about it and then you do the post test but I would have those and then I would have like actual projects where I would have to go in and it would give me all these steps of things I'd have to do and then I'd submit that and it would automatically grade it which was really nice because I got my grade back really fast but then it was also really weird because I didn't talk to this professor once he kind of just like posted all these things and just left it there and we would do discussion boards and sometimes he'd reply, but still it was very much like I felt like my teacher was an AI robot or something. So didn't feel very connected in that class if I'm being honest. And then that's when Bio 2 started and oh, I almost forgot. I was also taking Physics 1 at this point in time. So I'm taking these four classes all in February and if I, I don't even wanna look back at my Google Calendar to see the amount of time I was spending on school and the just being in basically a black hole of the computer screen. But somehow, like I said, I got out of it. Um, physics one, I was really nervous about because I had taken physics in high school, but it was like during that stage of when COVID was going on. So it was like you were doing school but you weren't really doing school. So I didn't really feel like I knew what I was doing. And I actually went and asked a friend who was majoring in physics. I was like, hey, so like, could you help me if things get too hard or like I have no idea what I'm doing? And she goes, honestly, I don't even know what I'm doing. And I was like, oh, wow, that makes me feel a lot better. So that was, again, like I got through that class. We did labs. Um, I took a test or we would take tests and then we would have homework or classwork. And sometimes we would have a little bit of both. And thank goodness there were a bunch of like YouTube videos that would explain and like help you work through the homework problems um, because 
I could understand it with my notes, but sometimes there's just some things where I was just like, I don't understand this at all. So with the ability of being able to like work with other people and work with other people online, that was really helpful, which by the way, I also want to say the school does provide like 24-7 tutoring which I used a couple of times, but you have like a certain time limit and sometimes it can take a while to get a tutor. So that's where it's like I would try and use all these other resources that I knew before actually using that tutoring service. But most of the tutors are like really nice and really helpful and help me understand all the information. But that was basically the sum of subterm A try to. Again, don't know how I survived, but we did, and we're here now. Then I got to start subterm B, which was like a lot nicer, which I think you guys can kind of tell why I wasn't doing all these like monthly recaps of what was going on because like I said, I wasn't really doing much during February because all I was doing was school. And at least when it was like end of February going into March, which actually now it's April, so it like bled into April a little bit, but I got to take OCHEM 2 and Physics 2, and these were both eight-week classes, and again, they were kind of the same because same teachers, but I will say Physics... I just struggled, again, a lot. Um, I did end up still ending with all A's in my classes, which were really nice, but taking that last exam in Physics 2 was, like, a bit nerve-wracking because I like to be able to take my tests and, like, have a little bit of buffer there, you know, where it's like, if I don't get the grade I exactly want, I'll still end up with a final grade that I want, and I wasn't exactly sure if I was going to get that with physics, I kind of like went into it as a mentality of like, hey, if you get a little bit lower grade than you want, it's totally fine. You know, relieving that perfectionist mentality. But I kind of just want to do a little small recap of like what the classes were like. I know I kind of mentioned it here and there when I was talking about the classes individually, but just so that people know what they're stepping into if they are wondering what the pre-DC program is like but like I said all the classes are pretty much different and they have all these different classes you get different professors and for the most part though you know that you're going to have an eight-week class um, you're going to have tests you're going to have quizzes you're probably going to have discussion boards I think the only class that I didn't have discussion boards with was physics which was really nice to be honest because I didn't want to like have to write a post and then remember like oh wait I gotta go back and like reply to someone which was really nice but I will say with physics I stopped listening to the lectures I just he was the only one that was actually doing them live but it was really hard for me to like understand what was going on or maybe just his learning style wasn't for me and I just found it more beneficial to like either learn from like Crash Course or learn from Khan Academy. Oh my gosh, if you don't use either one of those things, just to almost, I would almost use Crash Course as a way to like prime my brain into understanding all the different words that was going on. I'd almost consider it like the dictionary of going into the class. So you're like, okay, I know all these words. I know what they're talking about. And I have the basic level of understanding. So then when I'm hit with all these big words, then 
I don't feel as overwhelmed. And that's what Crash Course helped me with. And then when I would like go and take notes from the actual lectures on my own, then I would go look up stuff on the side that like I didn't understand. And then of course doing all the practice problems in the textbook was helpful, but not always fun. But you know, if you got some good music in the background or you got some good like binaural beats, I have found this one YouTube one where it's like focus that I've really liked. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes below, but that has like really helped me get into the groove. I found like the first 10 minutes though, you're waiting to get into the groove, but after that it's pretty much like you're golden, you're fine. And then chem and ochem, the only thing that I didn't like about the class was that you I would like to like plan ahead how many like lectures I'd have to watch or like what things I needed to do or homework I needed to do but the thing is with chem and ochem you never knew how many lectures you would have to do some weeks I would have like three lectures that were all like two hours but they would have like breaks in between so I just speed it up also if you're not putting your lectures at like at least 1.25 speed you're like missing out Do not just put it at, like, one speed. You can get through the lectures a lot faster than that. Um, But it was kind of hard to plan because, like, some weeks I'd have three, and then the next week I might have five, and it was just really overwhelming because, like I said, I like to plan ahead. I like to know what's going on, and I wasn't really able to do that with this class because I never knew how many lectures I was going to get, so I almost had to, like, estimate how much time I needed to carve out in my schedule for these classes, but just be aware of that if you're taking chem and ochem, which you probably are because most of the classes you should be taking in your pre-DC program are the life sciences, or at least that's what I've been told. Now, I will say I know I had struggled a lot with physics or I had mentioned some of the things that I struggled with with the classes, but there were some other things that I didn't realize I was going to struggle, especially within the very last eight weeks of the classes. And I feel like a lot of people will relate, especially coming from if you had to do classes online during COVID, this you can probably remember, maybe, I don't know, or I might be the only one, but it's fine. So in the last eight weeks, especially, I had a really hard time paying attention. Like I consider myself a highly motivated person. I like to keep myself on track. I like to make a plan. I like to stick to it, but it was just like, I was losing steam. I just, I couldn't stand staring at my computer, just listening to a teacher talk and that was it. I like would try and make sure I had some tea that got me really excited. Like I almost found myself not being excited about school anymore, which makes me really sad because I know when going into anatomy, I at like TCC, I was, which was my community college, but I remember getting, I was like excited slash nervous for that because it was like my first college college class or starting college but I was excited because I was like I want to learn anatomy and I think a little bit was like I'm not super interested in chem and ochem and physics and my computer class it just basically felt like I was checking off stuff on my list of to-dos and nothing was really fun and I found myself getting really bored and I even met up with a friend from one of my classes 
um because we were actually able to meet in person to work on the project which by the way other friend um thinks that like really helped a lot actually being able to see someone in person because that just like made me feel reinvigorated and also heard that I wasn't the only one feeling this way. So if you are doing school online and you're feeling the same way, definitely try and at least make like a group chat or something with your classmates and see if anyone's in your community or I know someone had told me they were doing online school and they would do like video calls with people that might be helpful just so like you are like, I'm not the only one alone in this process. Um, And it's nice to like actually see a person's face. But another thing that I also did that helped me with the struggle of just like, I'm just staring at a computer screen and I'm doing this by myself. Because to be honest, six, two 16 week classes is a long time to be by yourself. Like if you have work outside of it that's great um I think it was different when I was personal training in person because like I was actually able to meet people face to face but then when I started working back at my horse job just because it gave me a little bit more flexibility it was a little bit more tough because like yes it's great hanging out with the horses but I wasn't able to like meet new people and different people and or just like people who were on the same journey as me as far as like working through school so I basically found that my school had clubs and I was thinking about going but then I was like nah I won't I won't go because maybe I shouldn't because like all these people will know what they're talking about and I have no idea what anyone's talking about but to be honest when I decided to finally just take the plunge and just like go to one of the clubs in January it literally changed my whole entire perspective of school now it was kind of hard because I was like I don't know if I'm gonna get all my work done if I like take the time out of my day to drive down to school and then drive back but to be honest and this is something that I'm realizing more and more is like when you carve out time for things that bring you joy or for that things that allow you to connect with other people it almost like recharges your battery it reinvigorates you and allows you to stay more focused and are less numb when you are doing your schoolwork so If you are able to go to Parker and go to some of the clubs, I know on their little newsletter that they'll send out each week about like different meetings coming up and like seminars and stuff like that. They'll also talk about the clubs or like being able to meet up with clubs. I would totally go and try like see if there's one you're interested in there's like a neuro club there's r2p which is the one that i've been going to it's all about like performance and recovery there is motion palpation there is i think there's an animal one or animal chiropractics and there's like a few other ones so there's totally something for everyone just whichever one sounds interesting to you just go and do it because again it's just gonna like reinvigorate you But with that, if you're going to do that and if you're like me and you kind of like to plan ahead, but I feel like most people doing online classes and having to like deal with work and stuff like that, get yourself Google Calendar or whatever calendar you want to use and schedule yourself in. I've been messing around with my Google Calendar for forever now. And I'm still messing around with it, to be honest, because it seems like every week my schedule is changing. But at least if you're coming in with some sort of plan and 
you're able to like move it around if you need to at least you have some sort of structure so you know like okay I'm going to get this stuff done and to be honest this is still something I'm digging into where I'm like okay now that I kind of know what I'm doing or how to do this now I'm looking into like how do I prioritize when I feel most energetic so I know for me I'm super energetic in the morning like I'm ready to go but I do the horses in the morning and sometimes I find myself being very like meh when I come home from the horses just because like I'm tired or I'm hungry or well I guess now it's gonna start becoming hot but it was like cold and so I didn't I just wanted to be like bundled up and stuff so I'd either give myself a few minutes to like get reinvigorated and start on school make sure I have some sort of tea but now I'm almost thinking maybe okay if I have one of those days where I'm very like meh after coming home from the horses maybe just doing like some light work and then after lunch then doing like my heavy hardcore like focus work I'm really getting into like focused work and then there's like mundane light work and then there's like mindless work which I've heard about but I'll keep you guys up to date maybe I'll do a podcast all about like how to plan your google calendar but again I feel like that's more of a like youtube video so we'll see maybe I'll get into youtube who knows um but another thing that also helped me was just like finding things outside of the house that were fun for me uh like I said when you do things that like light you up and fill up your cup then you're almost able to go and like focus more and be reinvigorated to actually focus on your classes and I think for me again like anatomy is something that always makes me excited I want to do it but I wasn't really taking anatomy focused classes like yeah OCHEM had like some body related stuff um, but most of the classes that I was taking I was just like I'm not interested in and there are going to be those classes that like you're going to take and you're going to be like, I hate this. I don't like this at all, but I need this for my bachelor's and I just, I, I have to do it. Or like there's a teacher that you really, really hate and you're just, you have to sit through it and you have to get that grade. But making sure that like there is something that you can be excited for in your day, I think really helps. And for me, that was going and doing goat yoga on the weekends, which was really fun, or scheduling with my friends like a monthly board game night, which honestly, the last one, we didn't even end up playing board games, but it was like being able to like meet and talk and just like catch each other up and having that scheduled in. And then for me, I also really like working on my podcast. It's something outside of school that is just for me. So if there's like a creative project, like maybe you want to start learning how to do an instrument or maybe you're really in, really into drawing or writing music or writing poetry, like finding something that's just for you. I'm not saying you have to go and like publish it all over like social media or whatever, but something that just like brings you joy and like eases your mind and allows you to feel accomplished for you I think has really helped me and then of course I have my work so the horses I get out of the house and then my nutrition coaching business that's brought me a lot of joy of just like seeing how I can help improve people and then honestly like being able to make content on Instagram yes some of it I to be honest I've like pushed myself really hard into like staying consistent and making stuff um, just so that I'm bringing you guys value and then also other people being able to find me but there was a part of me that almost felt like it was a have to so that's where I'm trying to find that balance of like not making the things that I want to do into something that turns into like work 
and a have to. So that's something I'm still learning how to do. And then also on Sundays, I like to plan ahead. Um, It makes me feel ahead or I would sometimes I've even switched this to now being Saturday. So then on Sunday I would do work. So like OCHEM and CHEM would usually post their lectures on Sunday. So I would do the work on Sunday. So then like I ended up finishing school around Thursday and then Friday could be like my extra day if I needed it. And that just allowed my like wanting to feel like I've planned enough ahead, feel a little bit like safe or have that cushion. So if you're like me, I definitely recommend like doing a, you don't have to do a ton of work on Sunday, but like at least planning or like getting a little bit of like maybe those discussion boards out of the way. So then you're like, okay, all I have to focus on is the like the homework and the lectures and that's pretty much it. And that's kind of just like my whole experience when it came to the pre-DC program, but I'm really excited to start the DC program. I start May 1st and I'm going to do hybrid. Um, With the hybrid program, that means some of my classes are online, some of them are in person. And I know for me, I need that people-ness. I even was able to meet a few people, of course, at the clubs and they told me they were like, come in person. You need to like be able to see the teachers. You need to be able to like touch, especially because we're very like human body focused and you're going to have to touch a body at some point when it comes to this schooling. And I just feel like the sooner you can get in and actually touch a human body when it comes to like, I know we're not adjusting the first trimester, but when you can start like feeling things out. I know there was this one girl who was showing me in the clubs, like she was teaching me how to feel each individual wrist bone. And I just like felt myself being lit up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, And that just like reinvigorated in me that like I'm doing the right thing. I'm going to the right place because to be honest, there has been a part of me that has started questioning like, is this the right thing for me? Should I be doing this? I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. But deep down, I think I know that like I'm obsessed with anatomy. I love anatomy. I love the human body. And I know if later down the road I decide like, hey, I don't want to be a chiropractor, I at least got like my bachelor's in anatomy. So at least I have that. Um, But who knows, maybe I'll turn into like a yoga teacher or something. But for right now, I know that chiropractor just like feels good for me. And seeing people in person and like feeling people like talk about or not feeling people talk about that's a weird way of saying it but like feeling other people's bodies that sounds really weird but like you get what I mean because you would like feel other people's bones on because everyone's like structured differently just again reinvigorated that like feeling of not being there which I feel like I had a lot of going through the pre-DC program But I am really excited for anatomy. My first trimester, I get to do applied anatomy, which will be exciting. Um, It's like a five credit hour class. But, you know, I don't really care at this point. I just want to learn about all the different parts of the human body and then be like, hey, look, this is this bone in your body. And I know exactly where to point to. Um, And then I know everyone talks about biochemistry being a really hard class. But again, 
I'm into nutrition. I'm a nutrition coach and I'm into the human body. So like, come on, I'll take it biochemistry. Let's, let's do it. Let's have it. Um, so I can't wait to like update you guys on my experience through the DC program. I will say, I know it's going to be a heavy load and there's going to be a lot coming into this. So I'm hoping to stay consistent with this podcast, but I also want to make sure that I'm giving my clients the best work that they need or the best support that they need, but then also making sure my mental health is in check and that my physical health is in check, but also that my schooling doesn't go down because of course, like in the end, I want to be a chiropractor so that I can help more people. So I'm hoping this podcast will stay a weekly podcast. Um, If not, then at least once a month. I hope it doesn't come down to that point. Um, But I'm going to say maybe like twice a week. So we'll just, we'll play it by ear, see how it goes. But if you have any questions regarding the pre-DC program or the DC program, I'm more than happy to answer any of your questions. Or if you just want to hear a little bit more about my experience, total like welcome to ask me any questions. Um, To be honest, I feel like the pre-DC program is a different way of going about school, but in the end, I almost also feel like it's a more efficient way of going through school, so you don't have to do all those, like, fluffy classes, but again, it's your journey. It's how whatever works out for you, but I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and if you do want to work with me, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I do have some open space for now. And if you do want to work with me, then just click that link in the show notes below. And then also I'll do a little life update soon. Um, I don't know if I want to do it before or after I go on my trip. So like little hint hint there. I don't know if this podcast will come out before or after I go on my trip, but we'll see. You'll probably see tons of pictures on my Instagram. So you'll either hear about it in my podcast or see it on Instagram. So make sure you are following me on Instagram if you do want to see where I go on my trip. But again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to babble with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becca Babbles Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing that you can do is leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other listening platform of your choosing. If you want to learn more about me, you can do that by following me on Instagram at Becca and Wellness or by checking out my blog, freebies, offers, and newsletter on my website at BeccaAndWellness.com. If you want to share the love of the podcast, you can do that by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media and tagging me and the podcast at Becca and Wellness and using the hashtag BeccaBabblesPodcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.